0: Support for this program is provided by Chevron, the human energy company. This is Politico Energy. I'm Catherine Morehouse. Insurance companies have raised their rates, restricted coverage, or pulled out altogether in some of the states most affected by climate change, making it more expensive for people to live in their homes. Take Florida, for example, where residents pay massive insurance rates compared to the rest of the country and are furious at their elected officials for allowing that to happen. And now, out West this week, California officials are trying to come to an agreement on new state policy in an attempt to avoid the same fate as their Republican rivals. So today, Politico's Camille Von Canel on how California tried a different path than Florida on disaster-related insurance. It's Wednesday, September 13th.
1: So Florida has had problems with insurance for decades because it gets hit with hurricanes so much and they end up costing so much money. And they've done a series of reforms over the years to try to get insurers to stay. But there are still insurance companies leaving or going insolvent. And people there are paying insurance premiums three times the national average, People blame their state leaders. Even former President Donald Trump is taking swipes at Governor DeSantis on insurance. California is starting to see insurance problems. It's had a few really costly wildfires. Insurers are getting scared of the risk. Farmers, Allstate and State Farm have all announced pullbacks and those are some of the major insurance companies in the state. So politicians here know that the current system isn't working and that they need to do something. And of course, in line with the rivalry between the two states. They keep saying they want to do better than Florida and avoid Florida's fate. It's a comparison I hear from everyone, even people who disagree on what exactly to do. You know, Newsom is looking to debate DeSantis soon, and he has this narrow window of opportunity now to show that California can pull off an insurance fix and is this leader in adapting and responding to climate change. But it's unclear if he can pull it off at all.
0: Yeah, that's really interesting. And one thing that you're reporting is that California has tried a different path than their Republican rivals in Florida, like you mentioned, when it comes to these disaster related property insurances. Could you talk a little bit more about exactly what the strategies are that have been floated and kind of the details of of those policies that you have?
1: Yeah, so one of the main differences so far is that the states have fundamentally different regulatory and political systems regarding insurance, even before we have these costly disasters happening because of climate change. So since the 80s, California has had really strong consumer protections and an elected insurance commissioner, which is pretty rare. And that has kept rates here in California among the lowest in the nation. But of course, the industry has complained about those regulations, and now California state leaders, including the legislature and the insurance commissioner, are floating new ideas. And some of those new ideas include allowing insurance companies to base their rates on forward-looking models that take into account climate change and the potential increase in costs related to that, Right now, California is the only state in the country to still require insurers to base their rates off of historical data. Other ideas have been floated more on the consumer side of this argument is requiring insurers to write policies in fire prone and disaster prone areas if they want to do business at all in California, which is a really big and profitable
0: market. And just to take a a bit of a step back here, you and your colleague learned a bit more about the the behind-the-scenes negotiations late last month, thanks to a secret recording on a Southwest flight. Could you tell us a bit more about what exactly happened on this flight and what you took away from the conversation? So
1: what happened is, late last month, in the middle of these talks between insurers and lawmakers about what to do to fix this insurance problem. We have the head of Consumer Watchdog, which is a pretty powerful and hard-charging consumer advocacy group that has worked hard to keep rates low in California. He found himself on a Southwest flight from Los Angeles to Sacramento, and he starts overhearing someone on the plane talking about building and insurance, and he whips out his phone to start recording. And he catches this longtime building and insurance lobbyist talking to someone else on the plane about jamming the legislature in the last three weeks of the session. And this lobbyist has told us his comments were taken out of context. But the optics are bad. I mean, whenever you have someone using the word jam in public, it's a bad look. And this is how people speak behind the scenes. We hear it as reporters, but the public nature of this recording and the fact that Jamie Court then leaked it to us at Politico, it did cast a bit of a chill on
0: negotiations. So to zoom forward a bit, now where are we now after that recording was released, after, you know, all of these policies have been floated? Can you talk through a bit more just the different factions at play here and just where negotiations now stand with the legislature?
1: Yeah. So, you know, one of the problems, as I see it, is that none of these strategies that have been floated are guaranteed to work. Florida has tried most of them. And as we talked about, its insurance problems are just getting worse. And California has some pretty powerful and media savvy consumer advocates who will push back hard on anything that looks like California is giving the industry what they want. And the industry, what they want is basically to be allowed to raise their rates to cover what they see as an increased risk in California. There's a bit of a middle ground emerging because the problem is getting so widespread. And a lot of lawmakers themselves have spoken up about how they can't find affordable insurance. And builders, home builders have had to pause construction because they can't find affordable commercial insurance. And that's a problem in California where building housing is a big priority So we have all these kind of new players in the mix, but talks for a legislative deal have essentially fallen apart, and this is kind of a new development. The end of the session here in California is on Thursday, and all bills had to be in print by Monday night. And we didn't see anything come together on insurance. So it's not going to happen this session. They were unsuccessful in trying to jam something through, regardless of how you feel about that word. And now all eyes are on the insurance commissioner and the governor, frankly, to see what they'll be able to do on their own without the legislature, which is potentially quite a lot. And there is some urgency now because... We're heading into the worst part of the wildfire season, and one big fire could potentially send the market spiraling.
0: Also, the Biden administration has unveiled more than 60 recommendations for Congress and federal agencies to overhaul and modernize U.S. mining law. That's what the Interior Department disclosed in a report on Tuesday as the Biden administration seeks to bolster critical mineral independence to power the green energy transition and counter China. The report recommended changes to the permitting process along with improving oversight of hard rock mining and moving from a claim system to a mineral leasing system among other recommendations. For more news on energy and the environment, subscribe to our free newsletter at politico.com/power-switch and subscribe to Politico Pro to read our morning energy newsletter. Some of the music in today's show is composed by the mysterious Breakmaster Cylinder. I'm Catherine Morehouse, and we'll see you back tomorrow. Support for this program is provided by Chevron. Chevron is working to responsibly meet rising energy demand across their U.S. operations, like at their Gulf of Mexico facilities which are some of the world's lowest carbon-intensity operations, helping supply energy that's affordable, reliable, and ever cleaner. That's energy in progress. Learn more at chevron.com meetingdemand.